0: Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, welcome back to Keep It Casual with Pastor Carolyn. Last week, we talked about protecting your kids. This week, we continue our conversation with Jenna. I wanted to kind of go through a few points that I made that are going to help our kids, help us as parents. And the first one was to immerse them in biblical truth. We know that God's word is alive and powerful and it makes it makes a lasting impact, right? It's it's a forever thing. You can remember when you got oh, saved. Yeah. You can remember the 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 drastic difference from the life you lived as a teenager going into knowing who God was and getting saved and just completely turned around and then even when you became a parent like I'm not going to do these things. I'm not going to yeah. put my kids around this situation or even you know, like I said, not all situations are a dark evil place. Yeah, not all are going to are going to be like
1: that. And um it's just uh making the decisions of of what you want. Yeah. and and sticking with it. You know, like you said, even something as simple as like you were at the church and you were like, well, this is still just a movie that I don't. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. Not everything's going to be like what I went through. Um, but yeah, just those moments of, yeah. of sticking with it. It's super
0: dark and, you know, bad or if it's just something like, hey, I've made this decision with my family. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. And stick with it. So immersing your children in biblical truth. This th- the points that we're going to go through are to to help you and your kids so like you know we're not always with our kids no so this is what we're getting instilled in them now so like when mom and dad isn't around you can still make right decisions right you don't have to be there to make them for you so when you do get older and you 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 know you are with other people in other environments that might not be the best you're now equipped you know we want to send our kids off to school because there's some parents that that Either the situation is they have to, you know, they're working and that's fine. I've I'm, I'm never been a one to be like, yeah, you're doing it wrong. No, you know? but we also are in that they're they're in a training period. So they're not there yet. You know, some parents would disagree. You know, my kids are, you know, shaking the nations. They will. They're not right now. I know that's like, no, they're like, some people, people probably, probably get at me <laughs> for saying that, but <laughs> some people probably just moved in their seat a little bit, but, but you're like right. You can't be a, a boxer to go off and win a belt. And then you take two classes and you're somebody, right? You're not somebody. You mm. took two classes. That's it. <laughs> you ain't nobody. <laughs> that's where you're at. You're, you're a two classer. You're not a belt winner yet. Okay. <laughs> So that's, that's it that's just where we're at and no, so people true. get different in you know the Christian environment they're like well my kid knows how to quote 10 verses well that's great they're not a preacher yet right? they could be called or they are called you know what I mean like God's called them but this is not a time for that Yeah. and so we're all like you know our children are late yes they are but they're in the middle of being equipped to do it later yeah. And and I think we get that mixed up. You know, we send Johnny off to school and we're like it's "Always Johnny. It's always Johnny. Why is it always a Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's always a girl's name? What comes to you first? Sally. Nothing. Sally. <laughs> are we, like 1950s picture books. <laughs> There's Sally with her little puppy in the picture with her little fluffy. Socks Who comes to on. you? nothing johnny <laughs> it's always Johnny. it's always a johnny never a girl <laughs> never all right a sally. <laughs> never a sally <laughs> she's not she's not cut out for it <laughs> immerse, immerse them in biblical truth psalms 119 9 through 11 how can a young and this is this always cracks me up because i always i've gotten into this with parents with you know kids staying holy and righteous before the lord well it's pretty simple i didn't say it psalms in Uh, 119, (laughs) 9 through 11. How can a young person stay pure? By obeying the word. (laughs) I always laugh because some things people like take way out of like, this is so hard. How do I get my kid to live right? Sticking him in the word of God. Immersing them in biblical truth. Yeah. It's that easy. How can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word. I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. Here's key. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. When we take our children and we're teaching them the word of God and we're compacting it into their spirit and into their heart and getting that instilled with them. You know, I love it. Uh, Taking my kids to all the services. Mm -hmm. You don't have a nanny. You don't have a babysitter. Your kids go to every service yep yeah two weeks on the road with maddie brooklyn was six weeks and teddy was four and a half weeks and it's all they've known and they've turned out really bad
1: (laughs) (laughs) it really blessed me this week because uh (laughs) bella said she was like can i just sit in service with you and i said yeah do you are you tired you know you just don't feel well and she goes No, I I really love kids' class. She said, but I really want to be where they're speaking that tongue.
0: That tongue. Yeah. So now it was that one tongue. tongue. Yeah, because she says,
1: like, so she was just filled with the Holy Spirit last week. She's seven. And she was like, Mom, I
0: got one tongue, but more is coming. (laughs) (laughs) She she was watching um, service with her parents last week, and she came out to speak. In, yeah. in tongues because Ralph and Jenna were in the service and she's like I just got that one tongue I got one tongue, I got one tongue. <laughs> and she said the same one one over yeah. and over again but yeah. I love it like, she curled up
1: on the couch with us we're watching a service and um, Ralph and I have like our hands lifted and like we're praying in the spirit and she comes and gets right in between us and lifts her hands and she starts doing it she's like mommy I got one tongue <laughs>
0: One tongue, but at least she's got a tongue. (laughs) She's
1: got a tongue. She's got a tongue. But Sunday she wanted to be in service, like that's where she wanted to be. And we have a great kids class at the church, and she loves going in there. And she was like, she was like, yeah, sure. (laughs) She was like kind of torn, but she really was
0: drawn to like, I want to be in that. Let your. This is a side note, but let your kids sit in service. Yeah. So I was like, sure. Everyone's always like. You know, they got to go to kids class. Yeah, we have a good kids class. We don't babysit. We teach them the word of God. But I'm all for going into the main sanctuary. Yeah. Let them, let them saturate. Let them sit in that anointing. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So immerse your kids in biblical truth. It's that easy. Hide the word of God in their heart so they will not sin. Again, your kids can go around not sinning every day. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Get the word of God. You know, You know, uh, another verse that says the the issues of life, they flow out of your heart, the issues of life. And so when you guard your heart, you know, the Bible says guard your heart above all else. So that's how you know how important your heart is and what you're putting into it. Mm -hmm. Because he said guard it above all else, above everything else. And so when you teach your kids to immerse themselves in biblical truth, it will be harder for them to do the wrong things, harder for them to sin. When they get into a situation, they get into an environment, they get around a movie, they get around uh, friends, it will be harder for them to the point where they're like, I, I gotta back out of this, yeah. I, I can't be around this, I'm uncomfortable, I got red flags, I'm I'm not in a right spot, and they leave. You know, it, it could even save their life down the road. Oh yeah. You know, they get into bad situations, Something breaks out, fights, things like that. But they weren't there for it. Right. Because they had that biblical truth that gave them the red flag that led them. That's really good. Number two, monitoring what and who influences them, which we kind of touched on earlier. TVs, movies, media, Internet, you know, where we get into that. Oh, well, my kid, you know, that. The Safari app's on everything. It's on iPads. It's on phones. You know, but my kids know. And and there's a certain app that you can get um, that monitors where they're going, what they're doing. You know, and my kids are taught, you're not allowed to just look up anything. No. You have a question, you come to me, we can look it up together. And of course, they abide by it. But why be that naive parent to be like, they're always going to be in that situation that's going to cause them to come ask you. Still monitor it. Yep. That whole, like, my kid needs privacy. Buddy, mm-hmm. I'll take the hinges off your door. Yeah. Like, my, that's my door. I paid for that door. My dad did that
1: before. I pay, See? To my sister. Yep. She said that. She, like, slammed her door. I will never forget it. Slammed her door. We grew up very different. So, like, my dad was <laughs> there. When my sister when my sister was growing up, but they then they divorced, like as I was coming into like teenage years. So and then where like he wasn't there. So like we grew up very different, but I can remember um her slamming her door one night and then all of a sudden I heard a drill. And like off came the door in the middle of the night. <laughs> but see, it, that's how we have
0: to be. Yeah. There is no privacy.
1: Yeah. Isn't that a song?
0: <laughs> Ain't no privacy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I, just <laughs> I just went with it. I just went with it. And that was the only line that I got for the song. I, it. I was like, Jenna's like, I went with it. But that's all she's saying. She just repeated what I said with a tune and got no privacy. It, uh, it is. Someone is singing it right now on, on the podcast. Oh, man. But that that's just how it is. We have to be parents that are be like, listen, you're... I, I don't I don't care you're I don't care you're seventeen living here. Mm-hmm. You can't go where you want to go. There's yeah. not like this my front door is not a revolving door. You know, there there are gonna be rules. I am the parent. I have not relinquished my authority yeah. to you or to anybody else. Yep. And so I encourage parents that are listening to this, if that's something that maybe you feel like you have slipped on a little bit, get it back. Well, and you're get not back you're now. you're not your kids' friends. Right. Right. There'll be a time later in
1: life, you know, when they're older, you know, it's a different relationship, but you're not your kid's friends. It's not about making them happy all the time or them liking you or or whatever. You know, you have to think about the the long term of, of being a parent. And so it's not about like I see that a lot. Yeah. With like teenagers and like, you know, Will well, they really like this and they want to be like that
0: cool parent or like yeah, that parent? I'm sorry I have failed because I have not been in one TikTok video. No. I don't know one in picture. You. <laughs> <laughs> that made me chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> she we is go home not, and do one with Maddie now. She is not on
1: the tickety talk, but <laughs> I don't even have TikTok, believe no, it or mean. not. But <laughs> but I see that a lot Like people are wanting to be friends right. With their children It's like no you are there to parent them The cool
0: mom Yeah
1: I am not the cool mom
0: I'm the cool mom I'm a cool mom <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that for you or for me? Because <laughs> I'm a cool mom Money tells me I'm a cool mom Maddie's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean again? Does that mean like she's just like telling me that? Yeah, like, oh, Maddie's sweet. She's, she's telling so you something so, you want to hear.
1: She's so kind. So. I think she believes it.
0: She does. All right. <laughs> Proverbs thirteen twenty. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So it just goes to show you, <laughs> you want to walk in wisdom. Be around wisdom. You know, mm-hmm. if you go through Proverbs, it doesn't just use the word wisdom. It also uses the word common sense because that is lacked a lot. A nowadays. lot. A so lot. It's we have to monitor business. what and who is influencing them. If you don't like something they're saying, I tell Teddy straight up. I tell Brooklyn straight up. I'm like, that's nothing. That Those things that you're doing and acting like didn't come from this house it didn't come within these walls. <laughs> yeah. Therefore they will be out of the walls, or whoever you're being influenced by will not be welcome in the walls. <laughs> yeah. I mean like I just d- did it with Ted- Teddy yesterday. You know, he's he has, you know, you just you you pick up things. Kids yeah. do that. They are literal sponges. And it doesn't mean it's necessarily the worst thing, but it like I said, we don't Just say certain don't things. Think. We don't tell people shut up in our household. The brothers and sisters are not yelling shut up at each other and acting a fool. They might attack each other and flip each other switches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's there's a limit. So they, right. they don't go and like say derogatory things to each other and stuff like that. But I'm always like, listen, I like the person that you're friends with. But if you think. You can act or say or question me or do whatever mm-hmm. they do with their parents. You're mistaken. You're mistaken. So yeah. if you want to continue and I tell them, they're like, no, you don't. I talk just like this to my seven year old. <laughs> if you want to continue to hang out with them. Act like a Shuttle's worth. Right. And things will be cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm the cool mom. No, it's not so much that they're in a bad environment or anything like that. There's just certain things that if you're not okay with, you're not okay with. Exactly. That's that's the bottom line. Right.
0: So you have to monitor what and who influences them. You want to take number three? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love my guest is so confident in her ways. (laughs) I'm a great guest. You are. No, I was
1: thinking that. I will invite
0: you back on. I just...
1: uh, had slid down a little bit and Alex was going to be mad. I can't get get back up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. There we go. (laughs) Okay. Wait, you're not doing the mic right. I'm going to hold it. I think you pulled it down too low. I did. Alex, I'm so
1: sorry. By leading. Maddie. Your kid is texting. Okay, by leading them in a hatred of sin and an appropriate fear of God, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions.
0: All right. But what's number three? What is the verse pertaining to?
1: By leading them in. (laughs) Sorry, Maddie texted again. (laughs) Yeah, I I read that part by
0: leading them in a (laughs) hatred of sin and an appropriate fear of God. I'm losing my guess. <laughs> my oldest daughter is making me lose my guess's focus. <laughs> <laughs> this is keep it casual. Keep it casual. With faster, Carolyn. With faster, Carolyn. <laughs> and that it is. <laughs> All right, number three. Leading them in a hatred of sin and a... a Appropriate fear of God. Fearing God does not mean you're scared of him. He's not out to harm your kids. He's not out to harm you. He's not here to attack you. You know, whatever bad doctrine someone has heard. Mm-hmm. He's a good heavenly father. And we have to teach our kids to hate what God hates. Love what God loves. Yeah. Because when they when they get that, just like it says in Hebrews 1 9, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. So when you teach your kids, I always, always try to do that perspective with my kids is when you operate at the Bible, what the Bible says, when you live in obedience, when you walk uprightly, there's benefits to it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I teach them to fear God in a way of honor and respect. And that's, that's really what the fear of the Lord, you know, means in those situations is in reverence and in awe of who he is. And when you, Teach your kids that way. When you teach your kids the honor of that in the awe of his majesty and his greatness and who he is and what a loving father he is, they'll want to do what's right. If you're always yeah. like teaching them the, the hard way, you know what I mean? Like the scary version, the sin and that. Yeah. Teach them sin. But when you teach them to see, hey, when I live righteous, when I'm obedient and I honor my parents, this is the life I'm going to live yeah, there's when i rewards to when, that. Right. When you teach them the reward aspect of it, then it becomes easy to push away sin and be like, I don't, I don't want any part of that. I don't want the consequences. Mm-hmm. I want to live where it's a joyful environment with my parents and it's not chaotic and it's not fighting and it's not this. And I don't want to do what's right because I, don't wanna go against that feeling of the Holy Spirit and I you know, I want the benefits, I want the blessings of God. And when you show your kids the blessings of God and they've lived in it, they get a taste of that. They don't want they don't want the nasty, dirty, sinful life. Yeah. What comes with it. All right, number four, encourage them to develop their own biblical approach to decision making. So encourage them, like get them to know, I, I try to teach them, we're gonna do Sometimes even when like I feel like my kids have been acting a fool with each other, it happens. You homeschool together, you live together, travel together, you know, you're gonna get annoyed with people. Yeah still have to have still have to have self control. That's my whole point is like I get it, I get it. No one's forcing you to hang out right now so you can part your ways instead of fight, but you know what I mean, there's gonna be self control. But we'll do topical studies. I'm like, listen this is what the Bible says on peace. How about this? This is, We're going to go through verses. They have journals at home. It's like, okay, our subject tonight is going to be on self-control. Our subject tonight is going to be on anger. What does the Bible say? And so that way they're learning the truth of God's word. And then when they get approached with, a situation, They're going to know this is what the Bible says when it comes to dating or not having sex before marriage. Or, you know, if you're going to go to the older kids version here, right. <laughs> instead of just the younger kid version of talking right to their sibling. They'll get to those positions of I'm not going to go and drink because even though it doesn't say drinking is a sin and it says drunkenness is. How do we know what that measure is? Right. How do we get to that point? What, one drink's different for you than it could be for so-and-so. Two gets the, like, Why get to that fine line when our kids can just be like, I don't do that. Yeah. That's not a great representation of a leader, a child of God. You know, why do I want to resemble the world a little bit? Why right. do we even want to get that close to smell, to look, to, to be like them? And so you can encourage them to develop their own biblical approach to decision-making because when they get to that point, like Proverbs says, train your child up so when they depart from you, that won't leave them. They'll have that ingrained in them to continue to live right. Yeah. We, You know, I'm so thankful that the Lord forgives. I'm so thankful for his mercy. I'm so thankful for, you know, allowing us to come back. The prodigal son when we have family members, we have friends, we know people that have gone away from the Lord and come back and they're on fire and stuff. But I always tell people like you, your kids don't have to go through the prodigal son moment. Right. Right. Like, I'm thankful that there's redemption. I'm thankful that the Lord forgives. I'm thankful that he welcomes you back with open arms and you've got another chance to live right before the Lord and right for the Lord, but we don't have to have kids that go wayward. We don't have to have yeah. that. You know what I mean? That's a prayer
1: of, of Ralph
0: and I's <clears throat> that we always pray
1: that, um, like our kids won't, uh, have experiences like we had and not even those super dark moments, but even, you know, ones that to some people might not be a big deal but like even like alcohol my kids won't even know the taste of alcohol right smoking my kids will never have a desire never have a desire (laughs) to (laughs) her hands (laughs) are like
0: she was (laughs) holding a cigarette (laughs) she was like and smoking they will never ever (laughs) look like this Or this, or this, <laughs> yeah. I was like, or this. this or this will never be a look for the Bella and Jazz. Alex, but we say that, like you know, to
1: some people, it's like they feel like it's inevitable that at some point their children right. are going to have a try it or whatever. They don't and I'm have like, to. No, no. I I pray that my kids will never have a desire to try Absolutely. it. Absolutely, they won't even be environments where exactly. it will be offered to them. Like they will stay away from that because that yeah. will not be a desire of theirs. That won't be an environment that they hang out in. And so that's a prayer of, of Ralph and I is that they won't even know what it tastes like. They don't, kids don't have to go through that stuff. People don't have to
0: to do those things just because it seems normal. But that is a mindset that people have, that yeah. they have to, or they will. Mm-hmm. And you absolutely don't have to and they don't they, they don't have to get in that environment to even try it or do it. Yeah. Like you can live free from all those things. Yes. You don't have to have sex before you're married. You don't have to have alcohol. You don't have to smoke. You don't have to try drugs. You don't have to be in a bad relationship where now there's a soul tie and you're heartbroken to know what love is and mm-hmm. to find the right one. You can only date one person and that be your husband or wife you can yeah. but the other is so ingrained in us as adults or we grew up in that environment yeah. that we feel like that's what's going to happen with our kids yeah but i love how when you got married and you know you got saved and you were like this is this is how we're going to have mm-hmm. our family life this is what we're confessing over our kids and this is how it's going to be and so it's encouraging for for parents out there that feel tired or feel, you know, that are watching and that's like, wait, wait a second. I've maybe been a little too lenient or I've slipped a little bit on yeah. watching certain things or saying OK to it that I'm going to rein rein them back in or I'm going to get back on, you know, and it could just be how you were raised too like I wasn't
1: raised um, where it was like you wait to live with someone until you're married or. Uh, or different, like it was okay to have to have alcohol and, and things like that. So, like it could also be that. And hopefully, like this kind of lets you think, like if you're already feeling a certain way about it, that it's 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 okay to be different than how you were raised or what society says is normal. I went through it with my sister, my niece, as a teenager. She was like a senior in high school. Like it was okay for her boyfriend to be in her room, and I'm like, absolutely, like what is going on? That is not okay. But we were allowed to do that as teenagers. It was okay in our house when we grew up that it didn't matter, boy, girl. You could have friends. You in leave your the room.
0: door open, right? Because it makes everything. Well, I was allowed sick. to have it
1: closed. <laughs> <laughs> closed, but that
0: is most people. But, but doors open. But what why? I mean is, yeah. they they allow it to happen. But that's what makes them feel better is they say, as long as the door's open. Right. And then well, I, I don't know I, what that door's open. I can remember stop like walking in one day
1: <laughs> and I was like, where is she at? Oh, she's upstairs with so-and-so. And so i am like, hold up. Like, what? And she's like, why are you acting Auntie like- Auntie Jenna
0: has arrived. Yeah.
1: Why are you acting like that? We were allowed to do that, but that wasn't okay. And you were triggered. You were like,
0: but do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> do you not? No. Know- Hashtag never forget. Hashtag never forget.
1: (laughs) But I was like, but just because we were allowed to do it does not mean it was okay. And so I was like, she's like, but I trust her. That's fine. But why put her in a situation to even be tempted?
0: Right. That's how I started off at the beginning with Madeline. Like, she's a good girl, but you will get to. (laughs) There's a real enemy and he's after your kids. And I'm telling you, and if you're doing a lot for the kingdom. He Yeah, he knows your name. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying like yeah. and so we got to get to that place where it's like uh, however I was raised, whatever, I'm letting that go. I'm changing things. Yes. I'm doing yeah. what the word of God says. This is what stands for my family, whether someone else agrees, understands or not, whether they're friends or family. Yeah. You know, even, even parents, they may not understand your own parental, you know, restrictions and, yeah. and things, but you're like, listen, I have a, I have a, my, I'm married. We are a one. And this is a decision that God's put over our household and within us. And he's like you said at the beginning, He's entrusted me with these girls Yeah, that I have to go by what I'm convicted with, what the Holy Spirit's leading and guiding us.
1: Yeah. And I don't take that lightly at all. It's, I, I thank God all the time for trusting me with the girls all the time, especially in moments where I'm maybe the most tired or the most like, Lord, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for give, for giving me them. Thank you for trusting me with them and knowing that I will do what you have told me to do. I mean, it's it's an honor. It, it's And I know
0: that like people are listening and going, that scares me. Like that's a lot of pressure. You know, to make sure my kids come out right. But I feel like that's pressure put on by our own thoughts and yeah. by us because as long as we which leads me to my fifth point is is praying faithfully and fervently. Ephesians 6:18 says pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So as long as you are someone who staying in the word, we're listening to the holy spirit, we're praying in our heavenly language, that's why the power of being filled with the holy spirit is is a requirement. It's not like a suggestion when when you're saved. And really constantly staying in that prayer life and in the word, he's gonna help us. He's our ultimate help. He's gonna tell us, hey, listen, You know, we just heard uh, Pastor Ted on Sunday say when he was talking about prayers, how his dad felt something, and then later he was in an accident. Well, Ted was moved out of the house. It wasn't like he was a little kid anymore like you know what i'm saying yeah. as a parent at all ages we're able to help our kids no matter what but we have to stay alert we have to stay in prayer we have to stay in the things of god in order to not you know get yeah. get that voice muffled in our ears and so it's perfectly capable you know i've just always when i started women's ministry come to the conclusion like you can have your cake and eat it too that's, that's just how I want it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I want it all. I'm the person at a dessert bar that is like, I want one of everything because I just want to try it. Like, that looks good. <laughs> and that sounds good. And I don't know. Maybe I don't like this, but I, I've never had it. So I will, I want it too. It looks yeah. good. doesn't mean I eat everything off the, the plates. Maybe sometimes. But... <laughs> uh, d- And if it's lemon, yes. But, (laughs) um, you know, that's just, I'm always like, yeah, why can't I have it? Mm -hmm. So I'm with the things of God that's like, why can't we have that perfect environment for our kids? Why can't I have the ultimate help in parenting? Why can't I have great children? Why can't I have obedient children? Why can't I enjoy my children? I have come across more parents that can't stand their children than ever out there. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, everywhere. In the airport, I just had someone make a comment like, oh, my gosh, you're traveling with three kids, and I could never, you know what I mean? And it's like, you could never. I I couldn't do this without my kids.
1: But I almost see it in a way that, like, um, people feel like their kids are almost like intruders in their home instead of, you know what I mean? And, and they don't picture them as they're they're human beings they're individuals they are you are raising powerful men and women of god you and they're not they're not looking at that right
0: they're looking in the hard moment yeah they're not looking through the glass like Stepping back and saying, this is what I'm raising. This is what I'm trying to help them get to what God's called them to be. I'm trying to help and mold them there. They're looking in that moment where it's like, I've had a stressful day. Yeah. My kids act a fool I just want to be left alone. and I just want to be left alone. I've been poked. I've been touched. I've been, you know, mom, 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 mom. Yeah. We, we have literally all been there. My kids are not exempted from that just because they love the Lord. You right. know what I mean? And they're, they're preacher kids. They are the same mom, 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 push, 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 push. They're the same. They are real human beings. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have to make that point that we don't get to the place of just guard down, giving up. And so I I really believe that this podcast was helpful to many to say, hey, maybe I've lost you know, a little bit of that fire. Maybe I've lost a little bit of that feeling like that authority or I've lost that strength into parenting and protecting my kids. But I know that this was encouraging to many. And thank you for sharing that testimony because I'm sure a lot of people don't know about it. I remember actually (laughs) (laughs) she like, I don't even know what we were talking about a while back. And like (laughs) she came back with that in a text and I was like, Wait, what? (laughs) How have you like worked alongside of me for this many years? And I didn't even know because this is what I always see of Jenna. She exudes joy and the anointing and and God in her life, because when she said yes to Jesus, Mm -hmm. she made a point to change to change her life and say, hey, I'm drawing a line in the sand. Uh, I'm thankful for where I came from. I'm thankful for my parents. I still honor them. I still love them. I still see them. But these are changes in in my life now that I've started over in Jesus and with your husband that this is is how I'm going to protect my kids. This is the environment that I'm going to have for them.
1: And then that's even like encouraging in itself of just know that like uh, if you are battling things like that, You know, like I talked about, like my sister, she battled it a lot longer because like for me, when I got saved, I can remember um, like telling the Lord, like take any kind of bad feeling about it or, or just take it all away. Right. So it's not that like You didn't
0: want to be in anger or bitterness your no. whole life
1: And, and I didn't want to deal With those things Because there are a lot of people Who have been like Sexually abused And it really affects them Like their whole entire life And I never wanted To be like that From like the minute That I got saved I remember I was like Just take it from me Like I don't I love that I don't want even like the And it's not that I don't Like remember obviously What happened Because I'm telling you You know But there's no feeling about it There's no right. like You know And so I can remember Being in a surgery. And saying that to God, like, just take
0: it, like, take it, take it. I, now that you said that, like, I have no feeling. That's like a perfect example to me of like what when you kill a root to a plant, it's it's dead. Yeah. It's dead to you. Yes, it's not that you you can't recall it, right. talk about it, but it truly died. Like when you gave it to the Lord, yeah, that's like how I just saw it with you. Is like it truly died. Like you truly killed the root. And I think that's evident in your life. And so I appreciate it. Because when you told me it, I was like, "Um, I'm sorry, Jenna who? (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) And it's not something that like you go around like talking about a lot. But like, uh, you know, it really only few people because I I don't and I know like uh, I can't come across like I've never been through anything or, you know, whatever. But that's the thing with when you have like true joy is like that stuff doesn't show but then it's cool because you can see somebody's testimony of like they what happened, you know, but then look at the other side of it. That if you give it to the Lord, you do make the decision to be like, you know what, I'm turning around uh, generational things or like that it ends with me. And now I'm living this way so that my kids will live even better. And um I mean, that's a testimony in itself for people is that you don't have to carry that your whole life. You can make a decision now to be like, okay, this is what I really want. I do want to raise my kids this way. I do want to do this and not listen to the outside voices of what people are telling you, how you should raise them, because they're going to come at you left and right. I mean, everywhere is parenting advice and what you should and shouldn't do. I mean, you know, so, yeah, you can. Uh, raise them the way that you want to protect them the way that you want to just stand your ground and do it uh, in the
0: way the Lord tells you to do it. That's right. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I'm excited for the things that are to come. Uh, Keep it casual with Pastor Carolyn, (laughs) but we're going to do a lot of topics. We're going to do like just overcoming different situations we've had in life, family, friends, you know, just like Jenna talked about today with sexual abuse. We'll talk about faith. We've got things with, with uh, marriages and husbands and wives and, and parenting. So I'm really excited for you joining me. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week.